0: The ghosts and spirits of Greece are numerous, but many of them, while alive, were not human. Some of them were hybrids, part human and part something else. The spirits of the Manticore and the Centaur may still roam the ruins of the old cities, but neither are as terrifying as the rageful Minotaur. The Minotaur was locked in a labyrinth prison beneath the Earth, somewhere in Knossos, For its entire life, with no way out. Surviving only on rats and human sacrifices. If he is still there today, alive or dead, you can bet he is hungry. And very angry. Welcome to Destination Terror, your passport to the scariest places in the world. From haunted hotels to locations of unexplained creature sightings, we will travel to places that will provide excitement, adventure, and horror. Today we are discussing another forbidden destination, the Labyrinthos Caves, suspected home of the man-eating minotaur of Greek mythology. So if you're into travel and all things scary, listen close and you might just discover your next exciting adventure destination. But hopefully, not your final destination. Destination Terror is an EerieCast original podcast hosted by me, Carmen Carrion. If you would like to send us a suggestion or submit a story with your own experience, you can email them to at gmail.com or follow me on Twitter at Carmen Carrion. If you enjoy the show, Please follow and rate Destination Terror on Spotify and Apple Podcasts to help us grow. Also check out EerieCast.com for more scary podcasts, such as Tales from the Break Room, featuring allegedly true and terrifying stories that happened on the job. The rusty gears in Kat's mind spun as she stared at the ancient papyrus scroll before her, lit by the dim light of her desk lamp. After years of searching through obscure texts and piecing together clues, she had finally found it. Irrefutable evidence of the lost labyrinth of Knossos. Her heart raced. The Minotaur's labyrinth, a place of myth and legend, was real. Kat rubbed her eyes and leaned back in her chair, listening to the familiar creaks and groans of the old wood. She had always felt out of place as an accountant, going through the motions of a life that lacked adventure or purpose. But this, this was what she had been searching for, a chance to uncover the truth and chase the mysteries of the past. She traced a finger over the faded text, following the winding path of the symbols that spelled out her destiny. Somewhere on the island of Crete, the labyrinth was waiting, and within its twisting passages lurked a vengeful spirit that had haunted her dreams since childhood. The Minotaur, half-man, half-beast, a monster of rage and terror. Kat smiled to herself, a flicker of excitement cutting through her exhaustion. She knew the dangers that awaited her in the labyrinth if she found it, and she knew that not everyone who entered its domain returned. But she had spent her life preparing for this journey, and she was ready to face the terrors that lurked inside. She had to know if it and its stories were real. Had the Minotaur really existed? She knew that he had seemed very real in her dreams. She was going to find the labyrinth. She was going to come face to face with the Minotaur, and she was going to survive. Kat carefully rolled up the ancient scroll and tucked it into her bag, her mind racing with plans for the adventure ahead. The mundane life of an accountant was behind her now. At last, a chance for purpose and truth, and a dance with danger, was awaiting in the twisting paths of the labyrinth. Her obsession had led her to the gates of fear itself. Now, it was time to venture inside. Kat peered out the window of the plane as it descended toward the island of Crete, her heart pounding with anticipation. After years of research and dead ends, she was finally here. Somewhere on this rugged, sun-drenched land was the entrance to the lost labyrinth of Knossos and the deadly terror that may lurk within its walls. She smiled to herself, clutching her worn bag of research materials and scrolls. Most people would flee from the horrors she was chasing. But Cat had spent her life preparing for this journey. She was ready to face the Minotaur. The plane touched down on the tarmac with a puff of smoke, rattling her from her thoughts. Cat gathered her bags and stepped out into the bright Grecian sunlight, assaulted by the pungent aroma of sea salt, olive oil, and fresh-baked bread. As soon as she grabbed her luggage... She held a taxi and was on her way to Naxos. As the taxi approached, she could hear the wind and the ocean waves crashing against the shore through the open window. Less than an hour later, Kat stepped out of her taxi and breathed in the bustling streets of Athens, alive with activity. The aroma of fresh seafood and spices drifted through the air, mingling with the scent of blooming flowers from the vendors lining the sidewalks. Street musicians played lively tunes on their bazookis and violins, the sounds of their music drifting above the chatter of passerby. After weeks of planning and preparation, she was finally here. But now that the moment had arrived, doubt crept into her thoughts. She had studied the myths and legends, pieced together clues from fragments of poetry and half-forgotten texts. But could any of it actually lead her to the lost labyrinth? Or had she embarked on a fool's errand, chasing shadows of a distant past that would always remain out of reach? Cat shook off her doubts, stilling her nerves for the challenges ahead. She had come too far to turn back now. The secrets of the labyrinth were waiting to be uncovered, and she was determined to be the one to find them, no matter the cost. By the end of the day, Cat would be at the Nosso's palace. The place where it all began. The palace was enough to take Kat's breath away, but it was packed with tourists, and she needed to be there alone, so she could explore freely. It wasn't an easy task finding a place to hide, but she did, and waited until just before dark, when everyone was gone to come out and explore. The ruins of Nosso sprawled across the hillside remnants of a distant age when gods and mortals walked the earth together. Kat wandered the crumbling halls of the palace, but found no clues to the labyrinth's location. The evidence she had gathered was incomplete, based more on speculation than facts. She realized, with a sinking feeling, that she was no closer to solving the mystery than when she began. As night fell over the ancient walls, shadows lurked in every corner and crevice an uneasy feeling crept over Kat that she was being watched she glimpsed a dark figure standing at the end of a passageway only to blink and find it vanished strange whispers and laughter seemed to echo from the stones around her her heart pounding Cat quickened her pace but when she turned to look behind her a hulking figure blocked the path ahead Half-man and half-beast, with twisted horns and eyes glowing with rage. A roar shattered the silence, shaking the very foundations of Knossos. The Minotaur had found her. Kat screamed and stumbled backwards, her flashlight clattering to the ground. The Minotaur advanced with heavy, rumbling footsteps, brandishing an axe caked in dried blood. She scrambled to retrieve her light and shone it at the beast, only to find the passageway empty once more. The whispers and laughter had faded into silence, but she could feel a malicious presence lurking within these ruins, toying with her. As she hurried toward the exit, a gnarled hand shot from the shadows and seized her arm in an icy grip. She whipped around to find a wizened old man glaring at her, his eyes glinting with suspicion.
1: What business do you have
0: here? He rasped. Cat wrenched herself free, heart pounding. I'm looking for the labyrinth. The man studied her, his gaze piercing.
1: The labyrinth is not meant to be found by outsiders.
0: I've spent years researching its mysteries, Cat insisted. Please... I only wish to uncover the truth. After a long moment, the man nodded.
1: I'm Nikos. I've explored these ruins for decades and know their secrets well. But the labyrinth is not easily revealed and its truths may not be what you
0: expect. Kat took a deep breath, steadying her nerves. Here at last was a chance to solve the puzzle that had consumed her for so long. I'm willing to face any danger to find it. Nikos gazed at her with a grim smile.
1: Then you have come to the right place. The horrors of the labyrinth will test you, as many have been tested before.
0: He grasped her arm again and said, Meet me here tomorrow morning,
1: just after the sun rises, and I will take you the labyrinth
0: Cat hesitated for a moment, reluctant to leave, but finally she stood in agreement. It would be better to start early when she was rested, because the task at hand may be long and hard. The next morning, Nikos, who seemed to appear out of nowhere, led Cat through the ruins of Nassos pointing out clues that hinted at the labyrinth's location. Here,
1: these symbols often represent the
0: labyrinth, and here, a depiction of the minotaur at its heart. Kat peered at the faded paintings, pulse racing. After so long studying clues from afar, to walk these halls felt like a dream. As they descended into the shadowy passages, an uneasy feeling crept over her. The walls seemed to close in around them, and a chill hung in the air. When Nikos stopped before a solid stone wall, Cat blinked. This is a dead end. Not exactly. Nikos placed his hand on a symbol etched into the wall. With a grinding scrape, the stone slid aside, revealing a hidden chamber. Cat gasped. The room was perfectly round with a spiral pattern on the floor and symbols covering the walls. The labyrinth. But her elation soon faded. An oppressive dread filled the chamber, as if some malevolent presence lurked there. The air itself seemed to whisper a warning. This is only the entrance, Niko said grimly.
1: The true labyrinth lies below. It's a place of darkness and terror, where none return unchanged. Are you certain you wish to brave
0: its horrors? Kat steadied herself, clutching her flashlight. She had come too far to turn back. Yes, she said. Take me inside. Nikos nodded and led her into the inky blackness. An icy wind rushed up to greet them carrying the stench of decay. Cat swallowed hard, flicking on her light. Its beam revealed a stone stairway descending into a maze of tunnels. Somewhere in the depths, something stirred. A menacing growl echoed through the passages, rumbling like thunder. Cat froze in her tracks, heart pounding. The minotaur was waiting, Her journey into the labyrinth had begun. Kat gripped Nico's arm, peering into the Stygian darkness below. Did you hear that? She whispered. He nodded grimly. The guardian of the labyrinth. We must be cautious. Summoning her courage, Kat took the first step down the stairs. Her flashlight flickered over symbols and carvings. Relics of an ancient civilization. At the bottom of the stairs, the tunnel split into three paths. A fetid stench wafted from each, as if something had died in its depths. Which way? Nikos asked. Kat studied the tunnels, searching for clues. Before she could decide, a bone-jarring roar shook the walls around them again. A shadow shifted at the end of the tunnel. Cat swung her light around, but only empty darkness greeted her. When she turned back, Nikos had vanished. Cat gasped. She was alone. Panic rose in her chest as she gazed down each lightless tunnel. Any path could lead to the Minotaur, but without a guide... She would be hopelessly lost in this maze of horrors. Stilling herself, she chose the center tunnel and crept forward. Her flashlight flickered and dimmed, casting dancing shadows over the rough hewn stone. An icy chill slithered down her spine. She sensed a malevolent presence lurking in the darkness, watching and waiting to pounce. Cat quickened her pace, hoping to outrun the evil that stalked her. But at every turn, she feared she was moving deeper into the labyrinth and closer to the minotaur. The stone walls of the labyrinth pressed in around Cat as she made her way through the twisting passages. An uneasy feeling settled in the pit of her stomach. She couldn't shake the sense that she was being watched. Whispers seemed to float through the musty air, their words indistinct. The flickering torch in her hand cast dancing shadows over the walls. Each step forward filled her with trepidation. What awaited her in the depths of this ancient place? Turn back now, mortal, lest you face the wrath of the spirits that dwell here. A raspy voice hissed. Kat steadied her nerves and kept walking. I didn't come this far to quit. A ghostly figure materialized before her, skeletal and ghastly. You have been warned. It let out a bone chilling cackle and vanished. Her heart pounded against her ribs. She pressed onward, navigating the maze of passages through sheer determination. Strange noises assaulted her from all sides. Screams, moans, and strange chanting. The air itself seemed oppressive. As she rounded a corner, a spectral figure lunged at her with a shriek. She stumbled back with a gasp, her torch falling to the ground. Darkness enveloped her. Blindly, she groped for the torch and grasped it once more relief flooding through her as the flame ignited again. But in those few seconds of darkness, something had changed. The walls of the labyrinth had shifted into an entirely new configuration. She was hopelessly lost, at the mercy of the malevolent spirits that inhabited this place. Kat steadied herself against the wall, her knuckles turning white. Panic threatened to overtake her, but she forced it down. There had to be a way out of this nightmare.
2: This episode is sponsored by June's Journey. What is horror to you? Monsters? Murder? Mystery? Well, if human monsters are your thing, June's Journey is the game for you, albeit in a more lighthearted tone.
0: and today's destination is believed to have been home to one of those creatures. In Greek myth, the Minotaur was a monster with the head of a bull and the body of a man, who is imprisoned in a dark underground labyrinth at Knossos on the Aegean island of Crete. Crete's Minoan culture stretches back to 3500 BC, when it was home to Europe's earliest advanced civilization. Its history and mythology are intrinsically connected to Greece. Zeus, for example, or the legend concerning him, was born in a cave in the Cretan hills. The Minoan civilization is thought to have perished as a result of a massive volcanic explosion on the island of Santorini. The volcano and ensuing tsunamis most certainly swept away the major settlements along Crete's coast, effectively ending the Minoan civilization. The word Minoan comes from the story of King Minos, the ancient king of Crete. Many historians believe that Minos may very well have been a title given to all Minoan kings, but to the early Greeks, Minos appears as one single yet powerful figure. The legend of the labyrinth and the Minotaur is linked to King Minos. In Greek myth, the Minotaur was a monster with the head of a bull and the body of a man who was imprisoned. The legend is long and intricate. Minus is known for being the ruler of the island Crete and for colonizing the Aegean and ridding the sea of pirates. The story goes that when Minos was establishing his kingship over Crete, he boasted that the gods favored him. To prove it, he prayed to Poseidon for a bull to appear from the sea, promising to return the animal as a sacrifice. Minus's wish came true. A bull of incomparable beauty made his appearance. But now Minos had second thoughts. The bull was too beautiful, too strong to be sacrificed. So in his place, Minos offered another bull and kept the one sent by the god. Poseidon was furious. This was an act of defiance that could not go unpunished. Minos had to pay and the god of the ocean threw a truly terrible curse to the Cretans' house. Poseidon cursed the bull to go wild, and Pasiphae, Minas' wife, to fall in love with the animal that Minas had liked so much. Pasiphae went mad with lust. The burden of this divine madness was unbearable. The only way to get rid of it was to satisfy the unstoppable urge to mate with the bull but this was a trickier problem than it sounds. The bull would not just mate with Pacifi, so the woman asked for help of Daedalus, who was living in Minos's palace at the time. Daedalus was a master craftsman, an inventor and architect who had been blessed by the Greek goddess Athena. Daedalus conceived a plan that was at the time ingenious and disturbing. He, Daedalus, constructed a wooden cow on wheels, took it, hollowed it out on the inside, sewed it up in the hide of a cow which he had skinned, and set it in the meadow in which the bull used to graze. Then he helped Pacifi climb into it. The rest I can leave for your imagination. Daedalus became the genius behind one of the Greek mythology's greatest monstrosities— From the unnatural union of Pasiphae and the bull of Poseidon, the Minotaur was born. His name was Asterius. When King Minos found out that Pasiphae bore a child from the bull, he was furious. Although it was his doing because he displeased Poseidon, he was still angry that his wife was unfaithful. I'm not sure that that's all I would be angry about. So he had Daedalus build the legendary labyrinth, He banished Asterius to the complex maze, which is where he lived his life. The labyrinth was created to be so complex that the Minotaur could never find its way out, yet it was so intricate that even its creator became lost in it. Every year seven young men and seven young women were sent into the maze as a sacrifice to the Minotaur, which served as the Minotaur's only food source. Theseus of Athens, who was sent into the labyrinth as a human sacrifice, eventually made it to the end and killed the Minotaur. The daughter of King Minas, who fell in love with Theseus, assisted Theseus in escaping the labyrinth by tricking the labyrinth's designer into revealing the secret. Theseus escaped and went on to become a hero. The labyrinth, according to popular belief, was located beneath the palace of Knossos in the ancient Crete capital near the modern-day city of Heraklion, a coastal city on Crete's northern shore. A team of archaeologists, however, has uncovered an unnoticed complex of chambers and tunnels twisting beneath a quarry at Gortin, just 20 miles from the ruined palace of Knossos, and declared it the prime contender for the mythical labyrinth. The cave is located in a mountain near the ancient ruined Minoan city of Gortina, surrounded by olive tree groves which give way to the soaring peak of Mount Ida. The Labyrinthos Caves, as locals call them, lead visitors on a dizzying journey through a succession of interweaving passages interspersed with expanded rooms, one of which is hauntingly called Altar Chamber, and dead ends for more than two and a half kilometers. While the precise history of these caves will never be known, explorers have attempted to unravel its mysteries for centuries. The first foreign visitor to Gortheim took place in 1415, and he wrote about his experiences. There is to the east a first corridor of 200 steps. Another one with a northern direction seems to be endless. At least that's what the locals claim. We observe many galleries, entangling one another, and all of which seem to come back to the point where they begin. According to this version, he fared better in the tunnels than the next visitor. Englishman Bernard Randolph, who spent an hour in the passages in 1680 and only moved 100 meters, as measured by the ball of yarn he had used to mark his track. Randolph's reports simply indicated that he witnessed a large number of bats. The Labyrinthos Cave has also been linked to some modern-day gore, though not of the Minotaur variety. During World War II, the Nazis used the caves as a weapons dump while Louis XVI sent agents there for secret purposes. Because of its depths and size, Nazi Germany used the Labyrinth Cave to store its arsenal of weapons and munitions during World War II. Because the tunnels were so deep, the Nazis built generators to pump oxygen into them, and they reinforced sections of the ancient and unstable cave with concrete. When the Nazis were unable to defend the island of Crete against the Allied forces, They were forced to abandon the cave and most of their munitions quickly. They bombarded the Labyrinth Cave, causing the entrance and most of its tunnels to collapse, because they didn't have time to flee with all the weapons and keep them from falling into enemy hands. Following that, local Cretan villagers discovered a way into the cave and began salvaging the munitions to sell or recycle. Many villagers have been killed by cave-ins or live munitions explosions over the years. As a result, in the 1950s, the Greek military sealed off the cave to prevent outsiders from entering. Entry was prohibited after metal bars were installed over the entryway. In 1961, a serious explosion in the cave left four dead, and the area was properly closed by the Greek army. The Labyrinth Cave eventually disappeared from public sight, and for many, memory as well. Today, the cave is still closed and entering it is still strictly forbidden to the public. But luckily you can visit ancient Knossos, which is open to the public today. It's the second most visited city in Greece. Somewhere in the distance, an ominous roar shook the very stones of the labyrinth. The minotaur, or its spirit, was waiting. Cat's time was running out. Just then, a ghostly figure emerged before her in a dazzling flash of light. It was a woman, dressed in ancient Greek garments, her eyes sad and knowing. Who are you? Kat demanded, clutching her torch in front of her like a weapon. The spirit held up her hands in a peaceful gesture. I mean you no harm. I am Raya. Once a priestess in the temple above, I have come to offer you guidance so you may escape this place. Kat hesitated, torn between suspicion and desperation. Why would you help me? The Minotaur seeks vengeance for its wrongful imprisonment and death against all who trespass here. Rhea replied, I know the secrets of the labyrinth, and I would see you escape its wrath. Another roar shook the walls around them, closer now. Cat peered down the twisting passages, but could see only shadows. She was running out of time and options. She turned back to the spirit. I don't have a choice, do I? Rhea shook her head. The choice is yours, but know that without my aid, You will surely perish. Kat took a deep breath, steadying her nerves. She had to trust Rhea. It was her only chance. I'm listening. The spirit nodded, a flicker of relief crossing her face. This way. Stay close to me, do not wander, and do not disturb anything within these walls. The labyrinth is treacherous, and its guardians unforgiving. Rhea glided down the passage to Cat's left, her spectral light illuminating the way. Cat hurried after her, clutching her torch and shaking hands. Her heart pounded as another roar shook the stones around them. The Minotaur was close. There was no turning back now. She could only follow Rhea and pray that it led to her freedom. They made their way through twisting passages as the roars of the Minotaur grew louder and more enraged. Kat kept close to Rhea, watching for any sign of danger. The walls around them seemed to pulse and breathe, shadows flickering in peripheral vision. She shook off the uneasy feeling, taking root in her mind, and focused on following the spirit. Raya stopped at an intersection, holding up a ghostly hand. The path to the right leads to a pit of vipers. We must go left. Kat peered down the right passage, but could see nothing in the darkness. She glanced at Raya, noticing for the first time the scars that marred her spectral form. "'What happened to you here?' she asked softly. A bitter smile twisted Raya's lips. "'That's a tale for another time. "'We must keep moving.' The spirit drifted to the left, and Kat hurried after her. They emerged into a large chamber, Cat froze in her tracks. Skeletal remains were strewn about the floor, some still clinging to rusted armor and weapons. She looked at Raya with wide eyes. The dead cannot harm you, the spirit said, but be wary of the traps that claim their lives. Cat shuddered, clutching her torch tighter. If the dead could not harm her, did that mean that the Minotaur was not dead? That he was very alive. She suddenly wished she had never entered this cursed place, but there was no turning back now. Stilling her nerves, she followed Rhea across the chamber, avoiding the skeletons and watching the floor for any signs of triggers. A metallic groan filled the air. Cat's eyes shot up to find a massive stone block swinging down from the ceiling, aimed directly at her. She dove out of the way, just as it slammed into the ground where she stood, the force of the impact sending cracks spidering through the floor. Kat scrambled away on hands and knees as the entire chamber began to shake and crumble. She spotted Raya on the opposite side, urgency flickering in the spirit's eyes. The exit is near. Run! Kat didn't need telling twice. She sprinted after Rhea as the chamber collapsed around them dodging falling rocks and watching her step. The exit was close. She could see torchlight filtering in from up ahead. Just a few more steps and she'd be free. She pushed forward, her lungs burning, and leapt through the exit, just as the chamber caved in behind her with an explosion of dust. She collapsed to her knees, panting for breath as the dust settled around her. They had made it out alive, She turned to thank Rhea for her guidance, but the spirit had vanished. She was on her own once more, but at least now she knew the Minotaur's secret. The creature had not escaped the labyrinth, not even in death. But she had survived the labyrinth and made it out alive. Thank you for joining us to explore the Labyrinthos Caves. Tune in next week as we discuss another terrific destination. I'm Carmen Carrion. Remember, you can send me suggestions and stories of haunted places to my email, CarmenCarrion at gmail.com or follow me on Twitter at Carmen Carrion. Be sure to check out EerieCast.com for more terrifying podcasts. Until next time, stay safe out there. Until I see you, at our next destination.